Disclaimer. No longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Questions and comments from anyone on any topic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out alive, so be kind and let's have some fun. Welcome to Morning Coffee with Alliance Pride. Here's your host, Cassidy Lightwing. And go. Hello and welcome to Coffee with Alliance Pride with your host, Cassidy Lightwing, the lion. Meow! <laughs> Brother Panther is with us today, and I am Kristen Harding. Welcome to our show. Yep, it's been a couple of days. Uh, so to the, to the live audience, I want to say hello. Thank you very much. Um, to those of you on YouTube, we hope you've been jo- enjoying the uh, reruns of old episodes. Now, is it just me, or does is the video a little choppy? What What is going on here? Slightly choppy up my head, too. Uh, well, we'll figure it. We'll figure it out. <clears throat> so yeah, morning coffee with Lions Pride, and uh, I'm doinking around closing stuff. So, you know, I'm going to pretend that I'm actually talking about something important. <laughs> Kristen, would you like to talk about something important while I close stuff? Oh, something important. Um, prayers go out to the families of those people in China, the 21 runners that were struck by a freak storm and it actually killed them. Um, They were, they suffered so badly from hypothermia and it came on so quickly, they didn't even realize what was going on. They thought they were good and they could keep going. And one runner explained it like, almost like his hands fell to the ground and he couldn't move, but he knew that he had to. So he hit the ground And he bit his lip and he got up and he kicked the ground and he hit the ground. And that was how he was able to keep going. But that's how Mm -hmm. bad it was. It just hit so quickly. And I thought that was very, very odd. That was in northwestern China, I believe. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of uh, in paleontology when they find um, mammoths. You know, sometimes they'll find these mammoths that are like frozen solid as a herd with food still in their mouths. And that's right. what it's kind of reminding me of. We want to check. We might want to check with a meteor meteorological weather dot com. See if there's any kind of like a major like major uh, uh, vortex. Meteorological. Something like that, which is Meteor- ironically not the study of meteors. No, it's the study of weather. Or meteors. That would not be for a while. <laughs> But no, there's there's a specific kind of weather phenomenon, and I can't remember what it's called. It's like a polar polar vortex. I, I want to think is what it's called. You, you, ever, you ever see the movie The Day After Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. That that weather phenomenon was the bad guy in the in the Day After Tomorrow, but it's get, not really that bad, obviously. Yeah. We we get polar vortexes here in Minnesota. I'm yeah. sure, I'm familiar with that, but this was like a freak a freak storm. So. Mm. Well, that's kind of what's what's getting me is uh, the the climate change models going all the way back to the 70s predicted more of these of these polar vortexes, which is why global warming was not a good name for the phenomenon. Um, they called yeah. it global warming for a while because you'd experience a, a brief period of warming and then an ice age. So it was always a bad name. You know, climate change was always better. But for climates that aren't used to polar vortexes like that, 
what kind of, how would they be prepared? You know, but the right. fact that it's a freak accident is what's getting me. Accident. Mm -hmm. Freak storm. Right. If it was a freak accident, we'd get Spider-Man by now. <sighs> Wasn't it in the fifth element where there was that strange storm? It was, so there was something in a sci-fi movie where there was a strange storm and they attributed it to that. Mm. But it was a spiritual thing. So, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't remember. If, if anybody in the audience can remember what it is, let us know. Uh, I can see one comment now, and that's Drac. It says, "I almost missed you guys." Yeah, we're here. Hi, Drac. So, uh, for whatever reason, I can't see most of the comments. So, Ray, you want to handle first comments of the day? First comment goes to Raven Casada with "Hi all," followed by Natasha Degato. I think I, I think I'm saying that correctly. Thank With you. hello everybody, Bobby Stoyseski says good morning. I've missed you guys, and finally with Drac, Drac with Morden. We've got to figure out a way to fix the the microphone issue. I'm hearing him over here again. Oh dear. That's why I had that's why I had the volume turned down. I think is if I'm remembering correctly. Ray, say something. Something. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> Drax says, wow, seriously bad lag. Gonna relaunch the feed. Hi, Natasha. Yeah, probably a good idea. Yeah, we're, we're getting some kind of weird interference on the internet over here, and I, I don't think it's it's anything nefarious. Uh, we got a note in the building, that something about the building's uh, internet, but we got a call in. So I think this is what they were talking about, what we're experiencing mm -hmm. right now. Hmm. Well, that's why, we're, that's why we record it. Oh, well. So, yeah, freak storms, uh, increased political tensions across the board. I mean, it, it's it's looking it's looking it's looking juicier and juicier, folks. The mouse plague just really bothers me, too. Now, the they, say that, Go ahead. they say it will hit Sydney by August. Mm -hmm. That's one of those things where I have sympathy for the individual people of Australia, but I don't have any sympathy for the, uh, for the government. They did this to themselves. Uh, mm -hmm. Basically, if you go, if you do your research on the subject, it, go, it all, it basically goes all the way back to the, uh, the rabbit plague, I think is what they called it. But anyway, they decided to introduce rabbit farming to Australia. It turned out to be a really, really bad idea. And the results are pretty much the model for why you don't introduce wildlife to non-native biomes today. Like if you've ever wanted to say, for example, those of you in California, right? You want a pet ferret, can't have it. That's why what's happening in Australia. They seriously threw off the ecology. You know, zoologists have been waiting for almost uh, something like this for quite a while. And this is probably not going to be the worst one. Because that thing is whenever the ecology gets thrown off, it throws off a lot. I mean, you, the, the mouse plague is going to be bad enough. All these extra mice. Okay, think about everything that eats mice, including funnel-web spiders, the, the big, nasty, scary spiders with mana bars. They mm -hmm. eat mice. So every predator that eats mice is, is having a field day. It's Christmas for them. So this brings <laughs> up an interesting point of view about perspective, mm -hmm. right? But that's a whole other episode. Uh, very something very very similar happened with the black plague you know a, a lot of people don't see the connections in the in the uh, ecological chain between the 
basically the beginning of what we, what we would call the burning times, uh, the beginning of the witch hunts and the Black Plague. They don't see the steps in the chain, you know. But the fact is, when they started killing witches, they started killing cats. And when they started, when they, when they killed enough cats, it created a tipping point, which created a plague of rats. Obviously, you can see that step right there. Right. What people usually don't get is where the rats carried the fleas that carried the plague. Right. You see? You know, it, I don't know why that's a hard step for some people to make, you know. But they like, had little passengers that did a lot of damage, those rats. Well, you, you you see it happen in in uh, yuppie um, neighborhoods. One to this day, it's like, oh, the kitty cats, my heart, my heart. Those poor kitties are homeless. We better get all those homeless kitty cats and kill them. And then they no. wonder why all the houses are infected with plat with plats, <laughs> the bunch of crisp prats <laughs> running around. That would be pretty cool, actually. I, I would like to sign up for a for a plague of prats, please. But um. And then they wonder why the why they why they all have rats and mice and 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 it's just the lack of self awareness on these issues is stunning, and now very very sadly it's going to be the people of Australia that pay the price, you know. And it's well, just it's affected their grain. It's affected their water supply. I can't imagine it's very clean where the mice have been. Mice have been. Um, and nope. looking at the video, it's like. It's like looking at a moving floor of mice. Yeah. I think my cat would faint. <laughs> Most cats would. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if anyone if anyone here has ever seen it, but um, in China they did a they, they, you know outside of uh, moral and ethical constraints, they did lots of experiments on animal animal behavior, and what they found is past a certain number of mice or rats in an enclosed area, the cat flips out. They just don't know what to do, and so they'll go into a form of uh, like it's like shock, but it's more like it's more like a really deep sensory overload, and they just kind of lay down. You know, then you put more rats in there and they really start to spaz. But that's because cats know what's up. You get too many mm -hmm. rats in an enclosed area and you're going to get eaten alive. Right. So cats know what's up. So it, it's 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 weird how animal behavior changes, you know. What? You I, said, so did, I said, so did Sansa know what was up. How did she kill Ramsey Bolton? Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Let's just say um, he was ahead of the pack. <laughs> Very good. I had to work way too hard for that dad joke. Anyway. So what we're seeing in Australia is a result of, you know, attempts to micromanage a, a poorly managed biome. Uh, they should never have introduced rabbits in the first place, but they're aware of that now. The trouble is, is all these various methods of overcorrection rather than just taking it in the teeth for a few years while nature corrects itself. You know, for example, you know, teach one or two packs of dingoes how to hunt rabbits. The knowledge will spread. Not saying that, like dingoes are out there like teaching classes on how to hunt rabbits. You know, but every... I sign up. <laughs> Actually, so would I. <laughs> crystal i found my bundles anyway that's a joke between me and my sister killed a rabbit killed a rabbit 
<laughs> Duck season. What a season. Okay, I didn't expect you to go say it back, so I hit my teeth. Anyway, <laughs> we all know the bit. Anyway, so all these methods of, of you know, overcorrection and microcorrection attempts to sort of control and dominate the biome have led to this. And if it doesn't stop, you were going to lead to worse. The plague of mice is bad enough. What it's about to lead to is, sad to say, a lot worse. Now, how this feeds into the other things going around um, now, Christy sent us both a very interesting article. Kristen, would you do the honors? Kristen and Christy are two different people, by the way. Right. <laughs> Sometimes I forget. <laughs> Christy's a lot more fun than I am. Yeah. Um, she sent she sent a, a meme, I guess you'd call it, a, a photo that said, you cannot donate blood if you have had the vaccine. Because it destroys the antibodies in the blood. Yeah. So there is that. So how does that all fit in, right? Well, we've been talking on the show since the beginning of the pandemic that what this is going to lead to is, you know, essentially widespread hunger and food riots. We're seeing the steps now. Right. Um, the, the, the mice problem, how it affects humans in the immediate is, just like Kristen said, you know, it's affecting their grain stores, it's affecting their food production, all of that, right? And the water supply. And the water supply. I need to see that, Shannon. Otherwise, I'll be paranoid the whole show. All right, cool. I get paranoid. Well, she slipped a note to Ray. What am I supposed to do? Just ignore it? Paranoia will destroy yes. you. <laughs> it will. Yeah, so like I said, uh, food, store, grains. Yeah, okay. Now, down right now, this doesn't seem that, that, that nasty. And it part of the problem that we're, that we're facing is that the media, um, the various, you know, human leadership positions have been teaching you, have been teaching you, you know, you, us, whatever, trying to get around that whole differentiation thing they've been trying to teach the populace aha how to sort of become more reliant on instant gratification rather than long-term planning okay so in this way they're able to basically tell people straight out hey this is what's happening not our fault you didn't prepare okay so you have these you know the all these all these disasters sort of course sort of simultaneously coming together into one big melting pot and at the same time now put a pin in that right now you know, you got the thing you can't you, if you've had the virus if you've protected yourself you can't help others this way now also in these same areas that are that are that are demanding all of these draconian measures it, does anybody remember a few years back when it made the news and it was a really big deal for about 30 seconds, how in all these areas, people were going to jail for, you know, feeding homeless people. Remember that Kristen? Yes, I do. That's been memory hold. And the uh, media has been throwing everything they can to distract it, but it's still going on. So in a lot of these same places that say, Oh, you have to have the vaccine. Also, you can't feed homeless people. Also, you can't help others. You have to be a special kind of naive to not see that this is on purpose. Right. Okay. I'm not saying grand worldwide conspiracy. I'm not saying shape-shifting lizard alien leaders. This episode. 
but you get the idea. You know, like, like the song says from, uh, from um, Les Miserables, you know, how it all increases, all in bits and pieces. Jesus, it's amazing how it grows. All of this corruption and basically misery cultivation is going on all over the world. Each little piece, its own Lego in the giant wall of doom. Let me use a non-name brand block because um, I don't want to get sued by, by bleep. Mm-hmm. Right, bleep the bleep out. That way, no, I, I don't get bleeped by the bleep with their bleeping lawyers. All right. So, yeah. It, it, every single one of these pieces is another brick. Non-copywritten brick. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Better, 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 better. Better yet. All in all, you see, these are just bricks in the wall. Well done. All in all, these are all just bricks in the wall. Well said, Mr. Floyd, Dr. Pink. I think I think he would hurt me if he heard me call him Dr. Pink. <laughs> yeah. But even if you think about the lyrics there, we don't need no education. We don't need no thought control. Yeah. No dark sarcasm in the classroom. Keep to leave those kids alone. Well, that's a commentary on modern education techniques, you know, the assembly mm-hmm. line education. It's something that 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 is another piece of the of the wall that we're talking about here is the educational system, the educational standard. At some point, you could call it late eighties or late seventies, early eighties, whatever. They stopped teaching kids. Mm-hmm. They just stopped. Mm-hmm. Now kids still went to school a lot of you were saying no i went to school they didn't stop teaching us yeah but what did they teach you really all right unless you're you know in your late 30s early and older you probably don't remember things like social studies class or civics oh yeah you know i had it so they used to teach kids what the laws were (gasps) what your civic duties are oh gosh they used to actually teach kids what money was and how to use it. Amazing, right? Economics. And at some point, yeah. they started... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say economics. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, at some point, it started with, usually with classes, usually music was the first to go. Music. Specifically mm-hmm. music. You ever wonder why music specifically... I mean, I'm sure you wonder. I don't, I don't think you wonder. You probably know. I mean, you're a musician, Kristen. But did you music ever wonder... Cool. Music heals. It also connects. Music, music connects you with everything because it's an art. It's a science. It's it's soul encompassing. Yeah. There's uh, there's this theory that exposing children to certain kinds of music early on or at different or different stages increases brain function. That's not too far from the truth. You know, music is is a binding force, like she said. Math, history, art, all of these things all in one. Therefore, it was the first to go. Music can inspire. It was believed when my little ones were little ones that classical music played to them as they slept would increase their intelligence. So, of course, this mom had to. Yeah, we did too. So, yes, there's only there's only seven live viewers. Our our viewership has been cut very, very, very dramatically since the uh, the rumor nonsense. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Uh, 
I'm not in this for the job anyway. I'm in this for the mission. If I was in it for the, if I was in it for a profit, I'd be doing something else like Bitcoin. Bitcoin is so cool. God, if I only had the seed money. <sighs> oh well. I wonder if that gentleman ever found out his Bitcoin password. Oh, that one poor guy. Yep. I don't know. Millionaire, millions resting on remembering the password. Like, oh, even more now. Why didn't you write it down? I don't know. Jack says, as long as there's one group trying to one group trying to control the rest, I I agree, and that that's why that's why there's words like colonizer. <coughs> Excuse me, which has been co-opted recently to mean white people, but it doesn't mean white people. It's it's a, it's an attitude. It's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's the idea that it is morally okay for you to take from others. You know, when you don't really need. So, Cumberland says, hugs and love to everyone. Miss you all. Be back soon. Get some rest. So, Shiloh says, it's also mathematics. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. It, it, it's all of these things. Music was the, is, was basically like cement that tied all, that tied all of the uh, other subjects together. And even if not for everyone, enough for for enough people eh, that made it worth it mm -hmm. you know there's a, a phrase and i can't remember who i can't remember who i'm quoting here so if somebody can remember please the thing is 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 that without teaching the arts and the civics and the other things you can teach someone you can fill their head with all the facts in the world it will never mean anything you know mm -hmm. teaching children what is no good without teaching them why you know and slowly, since the, since the late 70s, these cutbacks have gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. Till now, school's basically, oh, here's the answers for the test. Okay, now tell tell us what we just told you. Okay, good. You get a gold star. Holy shit. You know, people saw where it was going from, from the very, very get-go. You mm -hmm. know, at the moment, it, 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 it changed from teaching children to love to learn to this just stamping factory worker cookie cutter thing and we have the uh, industrial industrial revolution industrial revolution to thank for that and that's not conspiracy you can look this stuff up yourself there was an actual effort to turn schools into what they are because they needed factory workers mm -hmm. so from a very long time now school has been nothing but a factory for factory workers and that's what mr floyd was talking about they're not giving kids an education in those situations, you know, they're implementing thought control. Mm -hmm. You can always tell the difference, folks. When an institution wants to give you the facts, but doesn't want you to think about it, you're in trouble. Right? Think for yourself. Golly, come to your own conclusions. Look it up. Get a second opinion, third, fourth, fifth opinion. Exactly. See where you are. <clears throat> you know, a lot of you guys have probably seen footage, footage or, or film like of old school where like the teacher will is like numbly rehearsing facts and the children are numbly repeating it back. There's no learning going on there, you know? Oh, you mean like M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I? Yes, yes, just like, <laughs> just like that. Mm-hmm. So... That's what, what Mr. Floyd was talking about and what we're seeing in society 
this goes back to the to to the the mice plague, the 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 vaccines, the everything, all of it. And again, not saying the vaccines are bad, all right. I'm just saying you got to look at all this stuff. Look at everything that's happening. Even if there isn't some you know shape shifting wizard man pulling the strings, then this is a bunch of random things that are all still happening and still coming together. Either way, something must be done immediately. You know, whether it's shape shifting lizards, the devil. An evil plate of bad spaghetti that should have been tossed out a long time ago, but instead it was delivered to a lonely family. Whatever. These things are still happening. They're still happening all at the same time. It's still happening like dominoes. Okay? And we have to protect ourselves. And how do you do that? Not by running around smashing windows and shit. You know, as always, we protect ourselves with education. Education defeats fear in 100 out of 100 circumstances. Mm-hmm. So. Drax says, or in this case, multiple groups vying for full control and creating conflicts. Yeah, but really, Democrat, Republican. Uh, I'm trying to think of other other party member name, party, party names, but I can't. It, it's... It, Red, blue, orange, green, Catholic, Protestant, whatever. It's still just the other guy. It's just a, it's just another word for the other. That's just the new, the newest one. You know, back in the 80s, they were trying to use color. Mm-hmm. What was that, Kristen? I was just going to say it goes back to, like, the Whigs and the Tories, you know. Yes. It just, it yeah. Whigs and Tories, thank you. So, it, it, it's really just... It's really just a way to split the populace. So it gets you thinking of your neighbor as the other. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you and your neighbor find something, find common ground, they're going to come right back around with another reason. We must all take it as agency upon ourselves to look at each other and say, no, I, I see you. You are in front of me here today. Not the news. Not, not, not this, this, this traumatic experience from 30 years ago. You and me are here today. What can we do to walk away with a better day than we started off with? Mm-hmm. That's all. Right? I love politics as much as the next guy. <laughs> but. You can love it for me because I don't. <laughs> but the whole idea of, of politics has become in itself a political tool of control because what happens now what, what's happening right now is you get all these young people completely giving up their own agency to act on behalf of the party do you see so even it's one, of, it's one of the signs of the end times that the four hidden dynasties would be education political financial and there's one more education financial political I have to think about the fourth one, but that uh, it would be a dumbing down so that yeah. nobody would think for themselves. Exactly. And religion, obviously, duh, was the fourth one. So education, financial, political, and religion. Right. Since the 80s, there has been a concerted effort by the negative powers that be to remove us from... Anything that would allow us to express ourselves, right? Whether it was art or religion, you know, 
or freedom from worry, you know, making enough money. If you really think about it, all food comes from God. And how do we ever claim to own it? You know, land comes from God. How do we own it? It's just one of those things that make me, you know, think at night as I'm trying to go to sleep. I believe it's an old native I believe it's an old Native American phrase that two men fighting over who owns the earth is like two fleas fighting over who owns the dog. Right. So it seems so silly to me, but you know, if I had my way, we'd all be on a barter system and on our honor. So now one of the ways that I was it, it, it's hard to draw a point on this one because it's so nebulous, right? But one of the big factors that's happening right now with the politics and getting people to think politically. Do you remember back uh, like in the 90s or whatever, there was that phrase, think globally, right? Hmm. That's a good thing. That's an idea. Think globally. All right. However, what's happening right now is you have all these people giving up their personal agency, personal responsibility to try to act globally. Hmm. But in reality, is it was it ever our responsibility to act globally? It is. Is it your responsibility to think about what the 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 the, the pygmies are doing in Africa? Hell no. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a responsibility to think globally. It's a responsibility to think within the globe, of course. You know, like the difference between classical uh, capitalism and John Nash capitalism. That you know, one works better than other than the other very clearly the john nash version well i've always wondered about financial aid to foreign countries when we can't even feed our own homeless does this make any sense to you because it sure doesn't to me it makes perfect sense to me um but here's the problem uh i'm thinking like a warlord the problem is that what, what what financial aid to other countries is actually doing is creating a dependency it's like a it's like a drug pusher it's it is an attack. There's a reason why there's an economic wing of the military, and it's not just to budget how much money there is for tanks and bullets. It's because economy economics has become a new form of warfare. So all this aid to all these to, to most of these other foreign nations, what it's doing is creating a dependency. You know, it's kind of like a drug pusher. First one's free. It seems. Oh, hey, here's a billion dollars to improve your infrastructure. Oh, what's that? You want more of this? Don't you? Yes. Well, this time it's going to cost you. Yes. Same thing. They're creating economic dependencies and then failing to fulfill those economic dependencies. That way they can put pressure, political pressure, where they want it. It's actually a very ingenious tool. It's a, it's a, bloodless, it's a form of bloodless warfare. So it sounds like I'm being judgmental, but I'm not. It actually, well, relatively bloodless. Relatively. We're still getting there. It's a foot in the right direction. Okay, Uh, people are going to hear that and go, what are you mad? Yes, I am mad. I am mad that it's taken you 2000 years to figure out that shedding blood is bad. (laughs) Do you are you guys aware that humans are the most violent species on the planet? Yeah. Yeah. Humans, that is literally the only thing that that is unique to humanity, species humans, not spiritually humans like we're all human. Like like hominid sapien sapien. The only thing unique to hominid sapien sapien on this planet is the proclivity for violence. Not even dolphins are this violent. Humans are the only species that kill indiscriminately. I mean, at least with dolphins, 
there's something, you know. It, you got to wonder why that is. And did Cassidy just jump subjects? Did he smoke too much weed and jump subjects? He did not. This all works together. Now, I hear people say, yeah, yeah, you're right. Humans are so violent. We suck. Okay, no. Think about where this comes from. Where does the violence come from? Okay. It comes from the need to stay alive. Now, it is hard for humans, modern humans, to conceptualize, but humans are actually near the bottom of the natural food chain. Uh, you like to you, you hear people like to say, oh, we're the apex predator. Yeah, bullshit. Um, you needed physics. <laughs> so if it wasn't for physics and thumbs, y'all be real. You, you guys would be running from rats right now. Okay. Like rats, just rats. Okay. Rodents of unusual size. No, not even rodents of unusual size. Just rats. You know, without technology, humans are below rats on the food chain. Wow. Okay. I was trying to make it funny because that sounds pretty scary. Yeah. Well, it's just the thing is rat hunting packs are large and humans can't run fast enough. They're soft. They have no defense. Without technology, humans are pretty much defenseless. I'm not sure. Oh, yucky coffee. Ew, no sugar. <laughs> no sugar in my coffee. Karma. Anyway. So now the reason why I'm not trying to be insulting. That is where the violence in humanity comes from. It stems from the the knowledge of how vulnerable we all, even me, really, really are. Okay. It's not that humans want to kill. Like how many killers? Really, think about it. How many people take a life and regret it for the rest of their lives and become peaceful afterwards? And like, okay, now I realize why I have to solve my problems another way. It hurts me more than it hurt the other guy. Gotcha. So it's not that violence in and of itself is inherent to the human condition. It's the need to survive. Okay. So now that's that pin. Let's go back over here, right? But this was over here for a while. You almost thought I forgot about it, but I didn't. So now you have over here, all the, all these things that are going crazy, whether, whether they're planned or, 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 uh, accidental or whatever it, it doesn't matter they're happening now we have to deal with it now okay so humanity is perfectly capable of working together to solve these issues however if a few people right can get everyone else really scared then everyone who's over here trying to survive let's bring that pin back over here you got the survival you got the violence perfect recipe for what's happening today and that's why i'm so harsh with the with the mainstream media they know what they're doing they're working people up into a frenzy way beyond what's needed you know in the fullness mm -hmm. of time it has turned out that covid is not nearly as scary as for piss previously thought it's not much worse as far as lethality the symptoms another story the symptoms are where it will make it scary, but not, I mean, more people have lost their lives, their livelihoods and been permanently disfigured either financially or physically from the lockdowns than the COVID ever did. Right. You see now 
hopefully this equation is nice and clear. Now let's look over at California. What do we see? For the last year and a half, these these people, I'm not going to say Democrats, I'm not going to say Republican, because it's not a matter of party. It's a matter of individual people. What party they're part of is irrelevant. irrelevant. Yeah. So for the last year, they've been throwing you in prison if you go against the CDC, right? But now that the CDC says, oh, well, no more masks, no more lockdowns, what are these people doing? Oh, no, 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 still masks, still lockdowns. They're still throwing you in jail for going for with, with what the CDC says. When for the last year and a half, they were throwing you in jail for going against the CDC. See, that, but the, the, the flip-flopping is insane. And you notice... Never once have they flipped, flopped, zigged, or zagged in favor of returning rights to people. Right. That's been concerning. Yeah. Every single flip-flop has been in the direction of draconian, dra- dracon- draconianism? Draconism? Draconian measures. Dragon Ray. Dracothidian rock and roll. There we go. Whoa. Ooh, I'd listen. I would, too. Get to work on it, Drac. Jackothidian rock and roll. Make it happen. God, what would that sound like? I don't know, but I think if you put Drac, Jack, and me in the same room together, we'd find out. Yes. Yeah, if that sounded perverted perverted to you, you need to go back and watch Animaniacs. That was brain. <coughs> so, yeah. It's all about control. And... It's all about surviving the control. We don't need to survive by enforcing our will on others. That is not needed, right? Mm-hmm. And for those of you who do believe in the alien, alien shape-shifting reptilian overlords of doom, then you must also accept the you know ass-kicking, sexy space cats of goodness. See, for every conspiracy and reason to fear, I got five reasons to hope. Let's do it. Put up your dukes. Put them up. Put them up. People accuse me of trying to sell hopium. I'm not selling hopium. I'm saying it's time to fight. And we will win. Mm-hmm. Dracona says, I think so, Brain. But wait. Sorry, I did the wrong voice. Oh, thanks, sir, Brain. But me and Pippi Longstocking, what would the children look like? <laughs> I did the wrong one. Pinky, you're thinking what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm Yay! Really I got Kristen! Jean-Luc! <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't care. Laugh with me for me or at me, as long as we're laughing. Thinkage. Karma! Oh, Karma's <laughs> No, 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 Car- <laughs> Karma's a guest in the audience. You're bleeping that. Oh, Lord, love it. Jean-Luc! <laughs> I'm talking about baking you. But Karma's in this. This is a person named Karma in the audience, which made what you just said dirty. <laughs> Karma has arrived. Okay, I deserve that. But still, that's like just Christmas coming once a year jokes I'm not going to make right now. Anyway. Wrong show. I am with this. Oh, we're good. We're good. We're doing really, 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 really well. So, but however, that being said, how, yeah, okay, we're 45 minutes. You want to do a commercial? Nope. I want to wrap the show up because I'm tired. 
So yeah. I was going to do this at the beginning of the, epi- of the episode, but we're going to do it at the end because I forgot. So we are very, very, very happy to announce that uh, we're going to be producing a series of channeled visions. Um, I'm not going to say her name yet because she's not, I'm not sure if she wants to, her name to be revealed yet, but that's one of the things that we've been working on behind the scenes is a tremendous amount of uh basically high quality studio professional quality artwork you know to go to go with these essentially we i can't speak for everybody i have come to believe that uh producing these channelings is the next step in the mission mm-hmm. okay now to that end we have been uh the jesus artwork is finally complete so that will be the what we've done is we've created a computer-generated model a la Pixar. And for those of you who are into, like, Daz Studio 3D artwork, yeah, it's that. You know, but I'm really, really good at it. I just embarrass mm-hmm. myself. No, you are. I saw the original. I've seen the uh, improvements on each one. Every detail you've covered. It's, it's just astonishing to me. So I hope that the angel that commissioned it loves it as much as i do me too so would would you agree or what i was about to embarrass would you agree that it, it would you agree from the um uh, uh from the viewer viewpoint that it's would you, would you call this professional like would you pay to see a movie that was animated this well oh yeah okay yeah uh to compare it to Okay, um, if Prince of Egypt was a starting point, this would be closer to Avatar. I don't know what to say. Uh, that was... Gorge! That, that's all I got. Um... <laughs> oh my goodness. You guys, audience will be the test eventually to see how many people, you know, are are of the same mind that I am. But that's what I saw. Well, I I I am flabbergasted. I don't know what to say. That was yeah. The point is, is that this is for the mission, and it's for it's to help get the ideas, get the, 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 the light out. So that's right. where we've been the past few days is getting all this crap ready. I shouldn't call it crap, but still. No. All of the stuff. Artistic endeavors. The project. Getting the project ready. Yeah. Anyway, the point is check the YouTube channel. It should be up Friday. We're, we're, we're hoping. We're, the next step is recording the uh, the voice and then putting it all together. So we have about six hours worth of man of uh, six man hours worth about six man hours worth of work left to do on it. And then this will be the first of many. There are a great many people who have messages that that they need to get out. Need to be heard. You know, need to be heard. Yeah, and that's what Bleeding Violence Studios is here for to mm-hmm. do that. Raymond says, no matter what, we can't wait to see. Oh, thank you, buddy. All right, uh, go ahead and play us out, Kristen. Well, that's all for now, dear light. Thank you so much for joining us. 
Never forget, hope is coming. You are amazing. Be safe out there, and we will see you on the next show. Bye. Bye. And always check your coffee before you drink it. Yuck. <laughs> That's all the time we have for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to hit that like button and share with your friends. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as our signal. The world can be a scary place, but you don't have to face it alone. We love you, everybody. Be safe out there.